In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Dear faithful, we are now in the season after Epiphany, and we return to the color of green in our vestments, which is the color of hope. Having taken a glimpse of the quieter life of Christ during his infancy these past weeks, we begin to learn of Christ's public life during the season after Epiphany. In this Sunday's Gospel, we are invited to witness the first miracle of our Lord Jesus Christ during his public ministry, giving us hope in the times that are ahead. Many things, many themes spring out from this simply powerful miracle. Mary, the mother of God, points out to our Lord that there is no wine left. And our Lord replies, Woman, what is it that to me and to thee? My hour has not yet come. This seemingly harsh reply of Christ was no reproach at all, for Mary made her request only through love and mercy, and Christ calls those blessed who are merciful. But he wished to show that in the performance of divine work, the will of his heavenly Father alone should be consulted. He meant to remind Mary that he had not received the gift of miracles from her as the son of woman, but from his eternal father, in accordance with those with whose will he would do that which she asked when the hour designed by God would come. He had not yet the full company of his disciples, Neither those who were present at the wedding feast knew him. Because if the people at the feast knew him, they would have immediately and directly asked for his help with the wine shortage. Although the hour had not yet come, (coughs) he granted the wish of his mother Mary, who knew that her divine son refused none of her requests. And so she said to the servants, Whatsoever he shall say to you, do it. Behold the great power of Mary's intercession. My dear faithful, do not neglect, therefore, to take refuge in this most powerful mother. She indeed is the mediatrix of all graces, as we have seen her intercession so powerful that it made Jesus anticipate his hour. But why did Jesus call her woman? Is that some kind of disrespect? We then have the answer from many church fathers who observe the wisdom of our Lord in employing the word woman instead of mom or mother. Let us recall our first parents, Adam and Eve. The first woman, Eve, in Hebrew, is Hebrew, which means mother of the living. And so we see why now Jesus uses woman when calling Mary as she is the new Eve, the new mother of all the living. Our Lord willed to perform this miracle at Cana, which is in Galilee, the land of the Gentiles. And Christ wished to include all men to the call of sanctity and eternal life with the Father. Moreover, he performed the miracle at a wedding feast. By his presence at Cana, he sanctified marriage and the bond between man and woman 
in holy matrimony. Since marriage prepares the way to the generation of new life, Christ willed that this life be restored to an even more wondrous state through the graces of baptism. By his passion and death on the cross, he lifted our humanity to a new life of grace. We meditate as well on what Christ performed at the wedding feast. From our childhood, we remember this miracle of the water turning into wine very well. And after the intercession of Our Lady, who told the servants to obey her son's orders, our Lord told them to fill six large stone vessels, which had the volume of about 180 gallons each, with water, simple water. And the water then turned into the most delicious wine ever, a wine that far exceeds in quality and dignity than the best Bordeaux or California wine ever produced. Connoisseurs and sommeliers would certainly agree with the head of the wedding party that Christ's wine was the best of them all. But St. Thomas Aquinas even gives us a richer lesson to consider. Before Christ's birth, so before he came into this world, there were three wines that were running out. The wine of justice, the wine of wisdom, and the wine of charity and grace. The wine of justice was indeed running out in the old law, in which justice was imperfect. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, to divorce your wife for any reason, any grave reason. And of course, Christ then brought it into perfection by make it, making it more moral and more charitable for each one of us. The wine of wisdom was also running out, for it was hidden and symbolic in the past, but Christ plainly brought it, brought the wisdom to light in the form of parables, in the form of his sermons, in the form of his miracles. And the wine of charity and grace was also running out because the Jews had received a spirit of serving only in fear. But Christ converted the water of fear into the wine of charity when we have the spirit of adoption as sons through baptism, by which we cry out, Abba, Pater. And when the charity of God was poured out into our hearts, God who gives us his blood as true food in the Eucharist should be a constant reminder then of the wine he wishes to give to his Hebrew people and to all of us baptized in his name. This wedding miracle at Cana should make us ponder even more of the greatness of God and his genuine love for all of us the manifestation of his glory in these public acts written down in Holy Scripture. God's hour of power has come and continues even up to now and will continue unto eternity. He will always help you and we can pray to him that we receive the graces necessary to accomplish his holy will. As long as we remain confident in the Lord and his unfailing promises for us all, he will never abandon us 
and will continually bless us as we continually honor Him. And let us do so and praise Him in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Ghost. Amen.